Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Homes.com. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It is about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. Freakonomics Radio is sponsored by Capital One Bank. With no fees or minimums, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions, even easier than deciding to listen to another episode of your favorite podcast. And with no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank. Capital One N.A. Member FDIC. From APM, American Public Media, and WNYC, this is Freakonomics Radio on Marketplace. Here's the host of Marketplace, Kai Rizdahl. Time now for a little Freakonomics Radio. It's that moment in the broadcast every couple of weeks. We talk to Stephen Dubner, the co-author of the books and the blog of the same name. It is the hidden side of everything. Dubner, how are you? Hey, Kai. I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. You know, getting by. Yep. So the new college football season is uh, is upon us it now. Is. It's always exciting. It the, you know, just unbelievable sheer athleticism you see, the marching yep. bands, and, yep. and the freshmen barfing all over the okay, stadium. Okay, wait, what? Because that's not yeah. what I was expecting. Yeah, no, that's... So that's what <laughs> I want to talk to you about today. Let me start with Oliver Luck. He is yes. the athletic director at West Virginia University. That's what he got used to seeing at football games there. Ew people drinking far too much at pregame parties, tailgate parties before games, sneaking alcohol into games, uh, leaving at halftime to drink even more and come back into the game. Now, Oliver Luck happens to be the father of quarterback Andrew Luck, who is oh. this year's uh, number one NFL draft. Yes, new, he was. New QB for the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Got that right. Oliver Luck, the fill. papa that's right. Yep. The papa was a uh, an NFL quarterback himself for a few years. Okay. And now as a college athletic director, he he learned that most colleges in keeping with their academic mission do not sell alcohol at football games. I didn't but know that. Not surprisingly, that doesn't stop everybody, including students, from drinking, especially because some schools, <laughs> uh, West Virginia among them, they have what's called a, a pass out policy. A now, what? Uh, yes, you heard you heard me right, but you're thinking differently. I am, I am, that's right. This does not have anything to do with passing out from drinking too much. Right. It has to do with the fact that you are allowed to pass out of the stadium and back in during oh, the game, oh, which oh, means okay. you can go out and drink. This whole thing is not shocking, right? That's the point. It is not, but that doesn't mean you have to be happy about it or even tolerate sure. it. So, so Oliver Luck last year proposed that two things. One, that West Virginia get rid of that pass-out policy and that it try something different inside the stadium. Okay. So – uh, you know, I, I, I began to think a little bit, uh, uh, you know, sort of counterintuitively that actually selling beer at our stadium would actually help us gain control. So here's where I need you to explain the counterintuitive thing, right? Because how does it – I mean, you get some money from the beer sales, but how does it uh, help you control the problem if you're actually right. okay. selling so, the right. beverage? Let's, 
Let's do the money first. West Virginia right. did clear about $500,000 from beer sales that first which year, is, projected nice. it'll probably yeah. double this year, right? That's wow. nice. That's a lot of beer. But you're right. Now that you're selling beer in the stadium, you might think you're going to have more alcohol trouble, more yeah. arrests for underage drinking, more violence. And that is what the campus police at West Virginia last year, in the first year, were prepared for. But that is not what happened. Here's hmm. police chief Bob Roberts. Yeah, in 2010, we made 117 arrests on game days. And then this past year, we only made 79. Hmm. See, that's almost, well, that's 35% reduction in arrest we made. Which is good. So is, is uh, uh, what's his name, Luck, trying to sell this to other schools? I mean, get them to try it? I, I wouldn't say he's an evangelist quite, but when they come, when they see what's happening there and they come for help, he gives it. The University of Minnesota, for instance, wanted to try selling beer in the stadium. It yeah. had to get, however, support from the state legislature first. And Luck did talk to some legislative aides along the way. And now, as a result, this fall, Minnesota will be starting a two-year trial of beer sales. Yeah, which totally makes sense, right? You can drink 50 feet outside the stadium gates, but <laughs> you, you can't inside, right? Come on. Exactly. I mean, look, uh, this is complicated, and you don't want to make light of it. Alcohol abuse right. is a very major problem on college campuses and elsewhere. And the idea of making more alcohol available in more places may strike some people as ridiculous. But what I like about this approach is that instead of, you know, when you've got a problem, you can stick your head in the sand mm -hmm. or you you can acknowledge the problem exists and try to come up with a new kind of solution. And that, I think, is what we're talking about here. Listen again, Kai, to uh, West Virginia University Police Chief Bob Roberts. Okay. You know, you might as well face reality and, and try to control it and, and at least keep the environment as safe as you can. How's that for mm -hmm. a motto, Kai? Uh, controlling reality one day at a time. I like <laughs> that, huh? That's right. Stephen Dubner, he tries to do that every day of his life. Freakonomics.com <laughs> is the website. He is back in a couple of weeks. See you, man. Thanks so much, Kai. In our next podcast, we look at what happens to your rational self when you put on a mask. A middle-aged lady came and apologized to me afterwards and said, I'm so sorry, I put the mask on. I found myself being very rude. I was getting too close to the performers. I, I even touched one at one point. I'm so sorry. We go behind the scenes of Sleep No More, a fantastically interesting piece of immersion theater. I got a little rude with people. I was yeah. kind of like, get the hell out of the way, <laughs> man. I would not have usually blindly gone into dark corridors because I'm usually scared of everything. We'll also hear from the man who created the infamous Stanford Prison Experiment. Prisoner 819 did a bad thing. Prisoner 819 did That's a bad coming up on the next Freakonomics Radio podcast. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. At Founders Brewing Company, we set out to create a beer that lets you embrace the unconventional. 
Mortal Bloom is a radiantly beautiful, hazy IPA that will wrap your taste buds with intense citrus and tropical notes of pineapple and mango. Coming in at 6.2% ABV with big aromatics and no bitterness, it's the perfect beer, if we do say so ourselves. Visit foundersbrewing.com to find Mortal Bloom Hazy IPA. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well... Oh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface.